Welcome into the Mike Herndon Show, week seven. Holy crap, it's been seven weeks of this already. It's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, almost two months. We're like a third of the way through this NFL season, and uh, it feels like it literally just started. So uh, I am Mike Herndon, uh, and uh, this is Easton Freeze, our uh, uh, Broadway sports media director of published content and uh, and the uh, great uh guy behind the scenes for this show putting everything together so yeah um we are brought to you by broadwaysportsmedia.com of course and uh excited to talk uh you know titan stadium talk uh some titans colts and uh also an eventful week in college football this week yeah a lot of little things to talk about mike how are you how's your uh week not really quite a week off of course there's still stuff to talk about and watch <laughs> And all of that, but um, no Titans game this past weekend. Kind of chill compared to the uh, the regular grind of the year. I, I love the Titans by week, and I, I don't know if that that kind of uh, that may be different for for fans that do not have to produce content off of uh, yeah. Titans games every week. But I adore the Titans by week every year, and it's not <laughs> that I hate like you know. Obviously, I, I love watching the, watching the Titans play football. I you know I've watched this team for forever um but there's something nice about just having a relaxing sunday watching as much or as little of the games that you want you know nothing really to like have to dive deep on or pay that close attention to no all 22 to watch this week it's just it's just lovely to to just have a nice leisurely sunday every now and then thrown in this uh this gauntlet that is the nfl schedule no i completely agree with you and we got it here pretty early um, which just means it's going to be an absolute grind <laughs> here to the end, nonstop all the way through to the new year. But we're ready for it. And today's episode is going to be a little different than we'd grown accustomed to on the show the past couple of weeks because we don't have any new Titans film to break down, which I think is uh, the crowd favorite. Um, and so we'll have that again next week, of course, after the Titans play the Colts this weekend. But for our bye week show, we're going to get back to basics a little bit. We have a couple of different things. Uh, plenty to talk about, no no doubt. So there's no shortage of of topics to dive into on today's episode. A little stadium talk here on the top. And then behind the paywall, I think we're going to talk a little bit about your article from paulkaharski.com yesterday detailing, well, I guess Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Friday, um, we're recording on Thursday afternoon. And it's an article about whether the Titans are contenders or pretenders, but really diving into how things change over the length of the NFL season on a macro scale. Um, it's really easy for us to get so entangled in the minutia of the week to week, um, really have the blinders on. It's a, what have you done for me lately league? And um, at the end of the day, you have to take all of the changes that happen throughout the course of a very long season into account to, uh, to really be able to tell where a team stands uh, in in the conversation with the rest of the league. And so that's a really fascinating conversation we're going to get into in a bit. And then, of course, recapping some of the awesome college football from this past weekend that we got to soak in and enjoy and not have to worry about um, at prepping for any Titans content on Sunday. So that was nice. Let's start with the stadium conversation. So, of course, this has been talked about all week in Nashville, Nashville media circles. The Titans and the city of Nashville, Mayor John Cooper, they've come to an agreement on a $2.1 billion deal to build a new Titan Stadium in 2026 is the target date for it to be unveiled. 
a lot of details. Um, the the money is mostly coming from the Titans um, and and their uh, their private ownership group. There's also going to be some money coming from uh, one time bonds from the city of Nashville. All of this, of course, still has to be approved by the Nashville City Council. So that could end up um, taking a while. Could get a little ugly. A city council not the easiest to get past these massive deals with, but um, it's something that people seem to be in agreement on. And there's a lot of exciting details. What were your initial thoughts when this report came out earlier this week from Nate Rao, by the way, over on Axios um, doing a great job covering the Titan stadium situation for a couple of months now, Mike, what, Mike, what stood out to you about this stadium deal? So I guess the first thing is that I don't know that it was, necessarily surprising in any way that you know the we'd heard the price tag before kind of we knew that it was headed towards a dome uh stadium and and you know there was some question whether they'd get retractable roof or not i i tend to fall in the camp of i don't really care whether it's retractable or not if you're gonna go domed like you know and and i think the titans even cited studies where teams that have retractable roofs open them maybe like they never open them. like yeah. three or four times a year tops and even that is probably on the high end I, I think at one time the texans who have a retractable roof did not open their roof for like five or six years or something like that and it's like <laughs> yeah. you're spending a lot of money to have that and not use it so well and these teams with retractable roofs and doors they make such a big deal about when they do open them because it's so rare that they get to i mean crazy uncle jim ursay up in indianapolis <laughs> every time that there's a chance they're going to open the roof he teases it all week long roof question mark all caps um yeah. zodiac killer insignias <laughs> like that that's his that's his favorite thing to do and he gets so excited about it and i i don't have a finger on the pulse of what colts fans feel about their roof but it seems like he's the only person that really cares everybody else is just like oh wow yeah you can see these the sunlight coming through and we get these awful shadows on the field great <laughs> <laughs> so exactly yeah yeah i, I, yeah, I don't think the i do enjoy like an outdoor feel and, and it does sound like the titans are going to try to at least have some sort of outdoor feel to the stadium um, based on kind of the, the details that they've leaked out to this point. And I, I don't, you know, they're not going to go full uh, SoFi stadium where it's uh, like open walls and Just stuff like pavilion, that, right. which, you know, is probably wise because uh, you know, it would turn into a, a giant glass oven uh, during <laughs> September. So miserable. It would, it would be, be so tough. bad. Um, but it does sound like it's going to be a lot of glass, a lot of translucent, uh, areas. So, and I'm almost thinking more like, um, Minnesota's, uh, stadium from that standpoint, which if you've seen it's lots, big chunks of it are huge, just glass openings where you can see the outside, Mm -hmm. but you also get the, the comfort of being indoors. And, And obviously in Minnesota, you know, you're, you're needing that because it's like, you know, negative 10 for half of the Viking season, but here you need a little air conditioning. So, um, I'm, I'm in the camp of I'm okay with the dome, obviously would have preferred grass. It sounds like they're headed towards turf, although the NFLPA may have something to say about that. Um, you know, with them trying to push for all grass or requiring grass, which is, something soccer uh, has required for forever. Like they, they don't allow turf in any of these major soccer um, uh, venues Venues. worldwide. And and so that is, and some of them are enclosed or, or at least mostly covered. So it is, um, 
it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out and and where they end up going with that. But if you're not going to have a retractable roof and you're not going to have, and unless you're going to do one of these deals where you take the field out on rails and and all that drawer, right. They don't have room for it. Yeah. Which they don't have room for in that location. And if you did, you'd be eating into either parking or other, you know, they have a big plan for what this space around the stadium is going to be, which I am, thrilled about from a fan yes. standpoint attending a game and being able to have like they mentioned you know kind of borrowing the feel of the grove at old mess from an, a tailgating standpoint which i think is a great idea and using yep. that riverfront space and, and and making a really nice green space over there to be able to set up tailgates and do all that stuff in is a great idea i love that idea um and then also building around the stadium a campus that is going to have, you know, restaurants and bars and different things like that. So that it becomes like, you know, its own little neighborhood and community, which, you know, if you look at other venues, other successful venues in the U.S., you know, you think about like Wrigley and Wrigleyville and all that and like how that is like you can go down there and just spend time around the stadium without like people will go down to Wrigleyville to watch Cubs games, you know, and obviously some of the, some of the places do have a view of, you know, the, the field where you can, you can watch there, but they also will just go down there to watch, watch Cub games on TV just to be around the atmosphere and around the other Cubs fans. Right. So I think that is what the Titans goal should be. And I, it seems like that's kind of where they're wanting to go with this. Um, And I think from a fan standpoint, it's really exciting. I mean, the turf thing, I personally don't love turf. I don't love the aesthetic of it. Uh, I don't love that it's harder on players' bodies generally. Um, But I do feel like that's kind of where the NFL is going. I I think we're probably past 50-50 on turf now, uh, stadium-wise. Across the NFL, you see, you know, even big outdoor stadiums are going turf in some cases like Seattle. I know is turf. Uh, New York is turf. Um, so it is more and more a turf league uh, for better or worse. And, and so I don't think that is enough to really just be super hung up about it. Um, so I I'm excited because look, Nissan stadium is dump. A dump. It is. Dump. It's not a nice stadium. It's it's fine. Like it's fine, but it is your. It's like, not oh, falling apart. It's not yeah. FedEx Field. It's not right. Washington situation. But it is. But it's in the five bottom in the five. Yeah. Yep. It, it, I mean, it's like Jacksonville Stadium. Like until they put those stupid pools in there, which you know everyone's just peeing in all game. Uh, Who wants to watch a football game in a pool? It's gross. At, at the stadium, it gross. It's, it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it, it it's it's not a it's a weird situation over there. But besides the pools, there's nothing unique about Jacksonville Stadium, right? There's nothing unique about Nissan Stadium. It is just a football stadium. And, the dollhouses, Mike. The dollhouse oh, ain't God. got those nowhere else, man. That's a one one of a kind. Don't get me started on the dollhouses, <laughs> my God. Um, the bane of my existence. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but no, it, still, it's still unconfirmed a- whether or not they'll be putting those. Are they going to save those when they tear down Nissan to put in the new stadium? We don't know that yet. We didn't have anybody brave enough to ask 
the mayor in his press conference. Um, well, if I'd have been there, I'd have asked, of course. But, you know. Listen, we we have uh, the the original football and other F words, words crew, myself, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Gillum, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Lebowski uh, and Zach. Um, we have a standing offer to the Titans that we will provide free labor to remove the dollhouses if they wow. would just let us destroy them. Just let us into the stadium <laughs> and let us go nuts with some power tools. We will film it. We will make content out of it. And uh, we will give you free demo labor to let us remove the dollhouses. So that's, that's that brilliant. It's very our offer to you, Amy Adam Strong. That's very gracious uh, of you. Yeah. I mean, we, we are nothing if not uh, gracious and, and uh, men of the people, you know, uh, we just want these dollhouses gone and out of our lives. Uh, and we think it would be a fun way to, to put an end to them. But um, I think it's exciting. I, I, I'm excited to see renderings. I want to see where they're going aesthetically. Um, Cause I think making it unique and making it Nashville and making it, you know, Titan centric is really exciting because when they built Nissan stadium, they literally just said, what is the bare minimum that the NFL will allow us to build? And we're going to build that. Like it is, if you're building a stadium and like, you know, these video games where you can create uh, you know, a new franchise or whatever, and they let you select the different stadiums. This was like the cheapest stadium, the base package over. Uh Yeah. So like, I want to spend my money on players or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever else you want to invest in. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was, it was the Bud Adams way. It was, we're not spending a penny more than we have to. And uh, they built the stadium that way. And that's fine. It got an NFL team here. Like, mission accomplished. It did its job. It's, you know, still standing 25 years later. Uh, and it does need to be replaced, I, I think. And people, you know, say, well, they just, you know, they aren't, they haven't been there that long. Why do they need a new stadium? It's not a, it's just not a good enough stadium at this point. No. It's not, it, not for the city that Nashville has become, not for the city that Nashville can be, not for the events that Nashville can host now that it would have had no chance of hosting in 1999 anyways. Um, so the city's at a different point. It has different needs. It needs a new stadium. I, I'm totally for it. And, and I think frankly, you know, I saw some people, I think it was, uh, um, Brandt, I'm blanking on his uh, uh Kyle Brandt. No, um, former NFL uh GM, I believe. Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember his name now, but he was on Twitter and he was, you know, basically bemoaning the fact that it is uh more than I think it's close to 60 percent publicly funded between the 500 million that the state is chipping in and then the, I believe 700 uh, million ish that, that the city is contributing through bonds. But I think the way that they're paying for that, for those bonds is a big part of this. That, that is absolutely, they are not right. They're not taking it out of the general fund. They are not taking it out of, you know, they are not raising property taxes or anything like that to do this. They are raising, uh, you know, entertainment, tourism, you know, hotel. There's a hotel tax hike that they're going to tack on. So, you know, all the bachelorette parties can help exactly. pay for this new stadium. Make uh, make all of the visitors pay for it. Yeah, exactly. all, all of these people that are, that are messing up our traffic with these pedal taverns and John Deere trucks and 
mobile hot tubs and all this mm-hmm. other junk that you see downtown make all those people contribute to a beautiful stadium for us like yeah. i'm totally hey and bills fans like bills fans can finally uh you know they come, can on, come, down come on down and pay for the stadium yeah absolutely pay for the new stadium uh-huh. um so i think they're they've done it in a very smart way i i think that the titans in the city and mayor cooper all deserve um credit for structuring this in a way that I, I really do feel like is a win-win-win for everybody involved. And I know, you know, what we've seen come out so far has been, you know, kind of Titans propaganda pitch, you know, obviously with Mayor, Mayor Cooper's backing, who, you know, agrees with this deal, worked on this deal, put it together with the team. And we'll see if anything else comes out. You know, I, I know City Council uh, will want to vet this out as they should, um, there will probably be some city council people, uh, looking to, you know, maybe raise their profile or get something in return that are going to make mm. us think out of certain things. There's going to be some sort of fight as it goes through this, but I don't see how, unless there's major, major things that we don't know about based off of the information that they've provided, right. I don't see how anyone would object to this. Um, you know, either, either locally or, you know, any, anywhere else, this is a great deal for the city in the money that it can generate. And you're, you're not taking it out of local people's pockets. So that is kind of where I I think this is a smart play um, for all involved. I think it's a great, great thing for the city, great thing for the Titans. And, and it'll push this franchise, I think to another level too, because you know, you're going to have a world-class stadium, to to pair with you know a, a really good head coach with a you know a, a team that has been on the rise with a St. Thomas Sports Park facility that is suddenly like much much nicer much uh you know they've added on uh significantly over there and uh they continue to invest in making things just nicer around this franchise so i i think it is um I, I couldn't be more excited about it. The plan itself, you know, the the stadium, everything. I love the location. I love that they're building it right there. Um, Not going out in the suburbs somewhere 30 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. The, the, only, the only thing that I'm a little bit hesitant about with this plan right now is the – they mentioned, like, getting people in and out and how they're going to have – they're going to have, like, shuttles – and they mentioned, you know, something about, uh, you know, looking at other ma- mass transit options and things like that to try to get people in and out of the stadium area rather than just having people park it, which the parking situation around that stadium is tough. Like it, 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 it takes forever to get out on game yep. day. Um, and God forbid you make a wrong turn. You are going to sit in traffic for literally forever. an hour yes. uh, before you can get on the interstate. But Nashville has never, ever, ever, <laughs> Nashvilleians have never gone for public transit. Like they just don't, they no. don't use it. They hate um, it. You know, I, I, I've got the music city star that runs literally right by my house. Like it's within like two miles of my home. I've never been on it. It's just, <laughs> it's not something that like Nashville people are used to using. It's going to take some major convincing to get people used to using mass transit to get to games. Um, and I, I know there will be parking. There will be some parking. There will be some you know, tailgating and stuff like that. But it sounds like it's going to be much more limited, um, which should help traffic. But 
I, I just don't know how all that's going to work. And I don't know what the vision is there just yet. Um, but I'm hoping that with this project, there is a reimagining of the egress systems around the stadium and maybe even like building some specific roads or, or on ramps onto the interstate that can help manage some of this traffic coming in and out of the stadium. Cause not only is the stadium going to be busy on game days, it's going to be busy year round now. Like, cause this is going to be an indoor facility. They're going to have, you know, there's going to be, you know, not only the big events like the final fours that people were talking about college football playoffs, potentially WrestleManias, but concerts, there's going to be concerts in there all constantly. The I mean, it, yes. it's going to be constantly busy. Um, and that whole, that that's great because that'll be good for the area. Good for the city. Um, but it is, it is going to be busy and they need to make sure that the traffic getting in and out of there is better than, you know, I, I'll give you an example. I went to, uh, or I tried to attend a Garth Brooks concert, uh, at Nissan stadium. Was it earlier this year? Maybe. I think think it was was last year, the big Garth concert. Yeah. And and it ended up being rained out, right? I was trying to go from Nobles in East Nashville, which if you're familiar with, with the area, Nobles is about an, a mile and a half from Nissan Stadium. Uh, and it's a pretty much a straight shot. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour and a half to get from Nobles to Nissan Stadium. And like, I'm I, pretty sure I can walk a mile and a half in half that time. Yeah, I we we legitimately would have been better off leaving our car at Nobles and just hiking it. Yeah. Um, but it was a total disaster. So that stuff has got to be better. It's got to get better. Um, it's got to be a part of this plan. But I think it will be because I, I honestly, the people who are running the show right now, like whether it's Burke Nihill, uh, the, the president of the Titans, who seems like he's this is part of like very much part of his uh wheelhouse here as far as what yep. he has been hired to do um but burton Hill, amy adam strong the titans leadership uh and in the city frankly I, I think i do trust them to get this right they did you know mayor cooper for all of his flaws or, or whatever you want to say about him and I, I don't think he's been perfect as mayor by any means no. i think he did a good job with helping steer the development around geotis park um, i agree and I think that's been a success. Now they still got some stuff to work out because they're still, they've still been under construction basically throughout the season with the developments around it. But as that thing gets open, I think that's going to be a massive success for that area. And I think that they'll do more with this area just because it's going to be a bigger stadium, bigger focus. And obviously one of the most high profile, if not the most high profile building in all of Nashville. One interesting thing about this, and, and there are, we could talk about the details of this stadium for an hour or two because there's so much to unpack. I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it for the next four years. But um, one interesting thing, and I was I, I I knew this, but it didn't really hit me until last night, and I tweeted it out that right now the Titans play in Nissan Stadium, which has a capacity of sixty nine thousand uh, sixty nine thousand one hundred and forty three uh, seats which is the 14th largest in the NFL, right around middle of the road. This proposed Titan Stadium is going to accommodate 55 to 60,000 fans, which is going to make it the smallest stadium in the entire league. The current smallest is Soldier Field in Chicago with a capacity of 61,500. The Titans new stadium sounds like it will have a maximum capacity of 60,000 at the top end. 
pretty small stadium, pretty significant change from the situation with Nissan Stadium and and with what a lot of other stadiums around the league have been doing. I have my theories as to why exactly that is. What do you think the main reason is for them going away from the bigger stadium size, getting more people into the games? Yeah, so I think it's a combination of things. So for one, I think the trend over the last probably 10 years has been it's been harder and harder to get people packed into stadiums on a consistent basis. Now for big games, you can still pack it out, you know, absolutely playoff games. You can certainly fill it up, but for your regular run of the mill Jaguars game in the middle of the season, it's been hard to fill up a 70,000 seat stadium. And, And I think, I think part of that is likely due to the fact that Nissan stadium is not a great venue and, and people are not like super crazy about spending time there outside of, you know, they want to watch their favorite team. But I also think it's just part of like, you know, Hey, it's a lot cheaper to stay home. It's a lot, uh, you know, it's enjoyable. I can sit on my couch. I can watch it in HD. It's a great viewing experience now, as compared to even 10 years ago is night and day. It's just so nice watching at home they have to change the way they think about the game day experience people there in person. Yeah. And I, I think it, this is a uh, geared towards delivering a premium experience to everyone who is in the stadium, not, not just trying to cram as many butts and seats as you can, but rather trying to make sure that the butts that are in the seats are very happy that they made the trip down there and, and yeah. went out of their way. So I, I think, I think we'll see stadiums, get away from, you know, with a few exceptions, get away from this like 90 to $100,000 or 100, you know, seat range on the high end for the most part. Um, There will be exceptions for like massive markets and things like that, I think. But for a a mid to small market team uh, here, I I don't think it's a major deal. Um, And look, They've had trouble filling it up and they've had trouble with their fans selling to opposing fans. So like, mm-hmm. I think limiting capacity and trying to make it a more intimate experience. And I think it'll be good. And frankly, from their standpoint, I, I bet they're saying they're thinking that, you know, their, their margin uh, on 60,000 people versus 70,000 people maybe better because the tickets will constantly be in demand versus uh you know people give away tickets or people are just like ah you know i i'm not going to go this week do you want to go it tickets will be harder to come by and and i think it'll drive up pricing for one which you know is going to go up and that's part of it that's that's yep. one negative for the fans ticket prices are going to go up um but your experience is also going to get better it, yeah for- you know, so you're going to get what you pay for. And if you can't afford it or, or, you know, choose not to afford it or choose not to uh, make that a part, I think they're going to be okay with that, um, which is unfortunate, but yeah. I, I just think that's going to be where they're headed. They, they want to provide a premium experience and they're going to probably charge premium prices uh, for that experience. So it's just a different, different route. Well, let's move on. We've got some other things to talk about and we'll have, the next four years to discuss the stadium, but it certainly has been exciting. Um, all of the news coming out this week, we've got a really interesting topic that we're going to spend some time on here, which is revolving around the article you wrote at paulkaharski.com. 
talking about whether the Titans are contenders or pretenders, but specifically, what can we learn from how the the stretch of the NFL season, the very long NFL season, what we've seen in the past from teams who have gotten significantly better or worse, um, just how things change for a team on a macro scale over the course of many months. And it's a really fascinating conversation that I'm really glad we can dive into because I have some thoughts on this as well. We're going to get into that as well as some college football talk, Moneymaker Mike. We're going to continue to pay you back for becoming a Broadway insider to get the full show. We are uh, making money on the year now and going to continue to do so. And then we've got the uh, the Mike Drop segment at the end of the show. Mike giving you his hottest take of the week on our way out. All of that is available to you if and only if you are a Broadway insider. Go over to broadwaysportsmedia.com today. Become an insider, and you can get this full show in its video form um, each and every week. Exclusive to our insiders. Everything from here to the end of the show is going to be behind the paywall. So if you're not an insider and you're listening to, listening to this on one of our podcast feeds, you got to go over to broadwaysportsmedia.com. There's a link in the description of the podcast. Go use code INSIDER when you sign up to get your first month for just 99 cents. And then every month after that is just the cost of a trip to Starbucks each month, which you can forfeit to get all of the great content we hear, have here at broadwaysportsmedia.com. Or if you just want to become an annual member, use code ANNUAL on the annual pass to get your first year for $49.99. That's 20 bucks off the regular price. And then you can just set it and forget it and get all of the great content we have year round. So go and become an insider to get the rest of the show and hear the rest of our conversation. Until then, we will see you next week.